Welcome to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. My name is Marcus Cole. Now, before we begin today's show, I want to remind you that once you've had a chance to check out our program, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. That helps you stay up to date on all the latest content from us, and it helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. On the phone with us today, back on the show, is registered dietitian and owner of SM Nutrition, Stephanie May. Stephanie, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm really excited to kind of talk about smoothies today and dive into all things nutrition. You know, it's great. You know, I thought about this because if if any of you out there follow Stephanie on social media, um, you see a lot of things that she puts out in regards to smoothies. She puts out some recipes and talks about them and it makes it look so good. And I figured, wow, I figured that'd be a great topic to talk about smoothies because it's such a great um, uh, nutritional idea for our young especially for our young soccer players and I figured it'd be a great opportunity to talk everything smoothie today here on the program so why don't we go ahead and dive right into it and tell us why smoothies are a good option for our youth soccer players sure so smoothies are one of my go-to recommendations for youth athletes because they're a great fuel source they have protein carbs antioxidants fats vitamins minerals calories they help with hydration um, you know, they're, they're really easy to drink and manipulate, and that's what I like the most. And you know, they can help an athlete really fill that gap. If they're struggling with underfueling, you can really beef up a smoothie, or you can just make it something simple, something hydrating. They can have between games to kind of sneak in some fuel, but really focus on that hydration. So I just love the flexibility of smoothies. And then beyond that, you can sneak so many great things in there. Um, I know a lot of youth athletes are a little bit picky. So it's a really easy way to kind of help them and encourage them to try new foods by hiding them with foods they love, like chocolate or peanut butter. And it's funny, uh, we talked about smoothies the last time that you were on the program, and we met, you mentioned something that I thought was really great in, in masking something, because I always tried to find a way to, to sneak in uh, greens into my kids' smoothies when they were yeah. young. But unfortunately, doing that, it turns them green. And then you mentioned putting in blueberries, and that will mask, you know, the, the, the color of it, and they won't be, you know, it won't be all green, it'll be dark, but it'll, it'll mask the green I, I thought that was such a great idea I wish I knew about that about five seven years ago <laughs> yeah yeah and that's that's really the trick I mean especially with you know young young teen athletes they don't mind so much the spinach but it's the thought of it being green that really freaks them out so if you add mixed berries and cherries in there they will not see the green. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and talk to us a little bit about the basics of a smoothie? Because, I mean, there's so many different ways to make a smoothie from whether it's an ice-based smoothie, whether it's a milk-based smoothie, or even a yogurt-based smoothie. Talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. So I have four basic components that I kind of coach all of my athletes through. Um, the first one is picking a color. Right, you want it to be exciting. You want it, you know, so adding in things like berries um, and cherries, which are packed full of antioxidants. 
Um, mangoes and pineapple are also great options to sneak in more vitamins and minerals. And, and the good thing about adding in color is you can use frozen fruits and veggies. You can use fresh, kind of whatever you have. It, it doesn't matter. It's just any way you can get in those extra nutrients. And the second component is carbs. And as an athlete, every athlete needs to focus on carbs. So especially if you're trying to fill that gap between under-fueling and really just trying to make sure they're eating enough, you can add things like banana, fruit, oatmeal. Um, all of those sorts of things blend in really nicely and can round out the smoothie. Then there's protein. A lot of athletes, they are on their protein game. They don't really forget about this one too much. Um, but I try to get them to think outside the box of protein powder because protein powder is great if you want to get a quick boost. But also don't forget that things like yogurt and milk are fantastic sources of not only protein but also calcium and vitamin D, um, which are really important for their skeletal muscle and their bone growth. Um, so I think, you know, b- between color, carbs, and protein, then we pull it all together with liquids. And so with liquids, we can make anything, like you mentioned, ice. Um, it's great water. It's awesome for hydration. But then you can also think about things like coconut milk or coconut water um, that has more electrolytes in it. You can look at almond milk, whole milk, soy milk. And this is where we think about, you know, does the athlete need to put in a lot of energy without a lot of volume, right? Maybe they're really struggling to meet their energy goals. Well, maybe we choose whole milk and whole yogurt um, to sneak in those extra calories without giving them all that extra volume as well. What are your thoughts on additional mix-ins for smoothies? I know you mentioned the protein powder, but I mean, there's, you know, various nutritional type things, wheatgrass and all that other. What, what are your thoughts on those? I think stick to the basics. Um, I think, you know, sometimes the more out there you get, the more pushback you might get from your athlete. So I think just keep it simple. Um, you know, start with just changing up the milks and, and even with things like spinach, like you talked about, they might even get you a little bit of pushback from spinach. So instead of giving them maybe a smoothie that has a cup or two of spinach in it, just start with a quarter cup, a little handful. Um, you know, they might not even notice, but if you just give them a handful and they can't taste it, then they're more likely to let you put more in um, and, and grow to like more spinach in there. But some other, you know, great options like peanut butter um, can add some really great flavor. We talked about oats already, but avocado is another healthy fat that kind of makes it really creamy. Um, so there's a lot of great options. You can almost put anything in a smoothie. And I love some of my clients, they get so creative because they know that I, I just love smoothies and smoothie bowls. And I think they're just fantastic for athletes. Um, but they'll send me, you know, their creations. And I just, I just love seeing what they come up with. Would you say smoothies are a good option before training or before a match for an athlete? Definitely. I I do think they are. And, and, you know, before a workout, you want to think simple. So that's where you pull out some of that protein and those heavy fats. And you just focus on hydration and color and a little bit of carbs. So, you know, you might be doing a a strawberry banana smoothie with a little tiny bit of protein powder or just um, milk or water um, just to give them a little bit of hydration, a tiny bit of protein, but they're able to digest it a lot more, whereas if you had gone with a really heavy smoothie, that might sit in their stomach a little bit longer um, before a game. So think fruit-based smoothies and and less protein and fat before training. Great question. And, you know, and and I think that's a great point um, in the fact of uh, I know that some athletes, especially, um, you know, if they're at school all day and then they have to go to their training or they have a match later on that evening, and sometimes, I mean, you know, they need to get some sort of fuel 
in them before that training, but maybe they don't want to have some sort of snack because it sits hard on their stomach uh, when they're outdoor, you know, out there training. And, you know, the smoothie based uh, idea, I think, is a great option just from the fact of, like you mentioned, about the digestion uh, of that smoothie. And, you know, the blood is not, you know, working to digest uh, the smoothie. It's working to fuel the muscles and, and things like that. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, every athlete's a little bit different. Um, but for the most part, you know, what I've noticed is the simpler, the better before an event. So keep it very simple, keep it very basic. And so that energy gets quickly to their muscles and they're ready to go and they're not cramping or dealing with other GI issues. So yeah, no, you're spot on. Definitely keep it simple before an event. So when you're talking about smoothies for players um, uh, before an event or whatever training or a match or stuff, you say basically keep it fruit-based? Uh, is, is that the only way to kind of look at that or some other options too that they might have to build that yeah. smoothie? Yeah, so keeping it simple, and it depends on how far out they are from their event. So, um, you know, some of my athletes, they have a very small amount of time. They get out of school and they have an hour or so drive to practice, and that's really all the time or, or less. Um, of what they have to digest. So having that smoothie that could have, say, a banana, some oats, some strawberries, and milk to pull it all together, that will quickly digest versus if you did that same smoothie but added in avocado and protein powder and peanut butter, um, it's going to be a little bit heavier because protein and fat take longer to digest in the stomach. So they're going to they're gonna hang out a little bit longer. So when they get to practice, if they have a, a full stomach, they could have cramps and nausea and, and all those things they want to avoid. So I think, again, just keeping it simple and thinking about more fruit-based berries, and that's a great opportunity to use more ice to make it more of um, a slushy kind of smoothie beforehand. Now let's go ahead and go the opposite direction about a smoothie uh, after training or after a match. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yes. Also, yes. Just like I started with saying, the beauty of smoothies is that they're so adaptable. Um, you know, after a workout, you really want to look for a three-to-one ratio of carbohydrates to proteins. This is a great example of how you can do it. You know, with things like bananas and cherries and strawberries and all of those great things, with so oats and a little bit of milk and um, you could use peanut butter or protein powders and different things like that. You can get that ratio that helps them not only refuel that muscle and re-energize it, but it also gives them the protein to help start rebuilding. Because a lot of these athletes, they have back-to-back practices. Some of my clients have two, you know, they're practicing for two, three plus hours a day. All of the energy they can get to help them refuel and rebuild is essential. So I think smoothies are great, especially if they're not hungry after a workout. That liquid energy is a little bit more helpful and easy to digest. Now, you've mentioned this before in a couple of answers that you've given, but smoothies can be counted in as part of an athlete's hydration plan? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's definitely something I, I take into account. You know, when you're thinking about hydration, you have fluids, obviously you think about like water, but then what about fruits and vegetables? They're packed full of water or milk or soup. All of those things are great sources of hydration. They also pull in different types of electrolytes. So you can absolutely use smoothies as a different hydration source. Of course, when you're making smoothies, obviously sometimes you may make some, not necessarily mistakes, but I mean, what are some, I guess, mistakes that some athletes might make when it comes to making smoothies? Yeah, so I think one of the the first thing is they, you know, if, if they're not used to having greens in there, I think they jump. I have a couple of athletes who have jumped kind of full feet, you know, two feet in with all their greens, and they end up having a very dark, rich, 
green smoothie, which most of them don't like. So I just say take it easy um, with smoothies. It's, it's just find something you like and then build from there. So, you know, if you find that you're struggling to get your, your smoothie down but you love peanut butter, put a little bit of peanut butter in there and see if that makes it a little bit better. Everyone's a little different when it comes to their smoothie type. You know, we've just talked about pre and post smoothies, but then, you know, there's there's different textures. Do you like it more thin? Do you like it more um, like ice cream texture where it's a little thicker? Um, so I think you, when, it, when it comes to just learning how to make smoothies, I think start, you know, with a little bit less liquid and add more and see, if, see what you like texture-wise too because texture is a big part of eating for a young athlete. And I think that also goes into the, the idea of what you're using to make your smoothies. I know when, when I started, my yeah. children started to become uh, athletes and started to pay attention a little bit more to their nutrition and stuff. We went out and bought the, uh, the Ninja Bullet uh, and got that. Yeah, and, classic. Yeah, and it was, it, was, it was fun because, you know, they were able to be a part of it. They were able to put it together. They were able to create their concoction and then be able to put it on the, the mixer um, platform and then, you know, blend the bejeebers out of it. And then, okay, it's, it's a little <laughs> bit too thick, so maybe, okay, what do we need to do? Well, we can add a little bit of water into it. You know, maybe you want to add an ice cube or it's not cold enough and uh, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's also part of it too, yeah. Um, that's exactly right. And that's, that's, that's the fun of it too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and it gets, and it gets your athlete involved into the process more taking charge of their nutrition on their terms, which is, which I think is extremely important. Um, can you give us a couple of examples of smoothies that you would recommend? And honestly, if anybody follows you on, on social media, they already know the answer to this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I share smoothies pretty often, whether it's in my stories or ones that my, my athletes um, have created themselves. But one of my favorite um, all-time smoothies, and I get a lot of feedback on this one, is the chocolate cherry smoothie. So um, it's got a base of banana, frozen cherries, um, a couple of uh, strawberries or raspberries, a little bit of spinach, oats, milk, and then chocolate protein powder. And I try to keep it very, very simple. Nothing that, you know, like you talked about, no lemongrass or anything crazy um, there. You know, starting simple. And you can always add cheese seeds or peanut butter or different things there. But that's one of my favorite smoothies because it does have, you know, the protein and the carbs, but it also has that recovery aspect to it. So with the cherries, you get that dark, rich color. And cherries are a fantastic anti-inflammatory um, food, right? They help you control inflammation, which as an athlete means helps you recover, which is really important. So I always recommend, you know, you'll see a lot of athletes drinking cherry juice and that sort of stuff. So anything, anytime you can sneak in a cherry to a meal or a smoothie or oatmeal, um, I think it's, it's a bonus. So ch the chocolate cherry smoothie is absolutely one of my favorites. Yeah, that's one we shared not too too long ago that you had uh, that you had yeah. posted. That was that was a really good one. And then there was another berry one that you had. Yeah, so a strawberry banana. So it's kind of along the more vanilla type. This one reminds me of like, um, you know, a, a basically strawberry ice cream is what it reminds me of. I have a couple athletes who have said the same thing, um, and it's just frozen strawberries, banana, milk, and vanilla protein powder. So keeping it very simple. And this could be one that you could easily make a pre workout smoothie by just kind of tapering back on the protein powder. If you know, give it a more sensitive stomach, if it's closer to a workout, you know, you can taper back that protein powder and just do the strawberry, banana, a little bit of milk and some ice. 
Now, when some of our athletes are out and about, um, whether they have an away game, away high school game, or maybe they're away at a tournament in another state, um, and they're interested in doing a smoothie, obviously it's not as easy because you're living out of a hotel or you're in a car, so you don't have all your proper equipment that you would at home. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of these smoothie places that you see, uh, businesses that you see out and about? What, what, what's some tips or advice that you'd be able to give them of what to stick with? That's a great question. I actually have an athlete who I just went through a menu with the other day at her local smoothie shop. But the key is to look for simplicity, right? So don't get something that, you know, you first want to make sure that it's a base of real fruits and real vegetables. They aren't using a lot of syrups and ice to kind of mask and try to recreate a, a balanced smoothie. So stick, go back to the basics. Try to find something that we talked about that has color, that has a little bit of carbohydrates in it, has that protein, and then uses the liquid to pull it all together. So, for example, you know, try to find something that has some, some berries in it, if you can get an extra banana. And they often do a protein boost, or you can just look for one that has a yogurt base. Um, like you talked about earlier, you know, you could do the milk, you can do yogurt as your as your protein base. There's a lot of options. So I think the key is just to make sure that they're using whole real ingredients and there aren't a lot of crazy syrups or anything going in there. And then I also warn about, you know, protein powders, just making sure that the protein powder they're using doesn't contain any banned substances. So that's hard to check <laughs> when you're out and about. Um, you know, you can get a lot of energy boosting add-ins and that sort of stuff. And I try to tell athletes to, to limit those extra add-ins and just stick to simple whole foods when they're ordering out because you do never know, you really don't know where those, in, you know, supplements and, and spoons and all those things are coming from, the, the crazy add-ins and powders. So just keep it simple, stick to whole foods, and then focus the rest of the day on adding in that protein. I think you bring up an extremely important point, and it's a conversation that I had with my daughter. She uh, left for college. Uh, she's playing D2 women's soccer, and she left a few weeks ago to go to school, and they're starting up their, well, they're they're actually doing spring season uh, right now and then moving everything from the fall to the spring um, as far as their matches and stuff. But I told her, I said, as a college athlete, I said, you are now responsible for everything that you put in your body that making sure that everything is in compliance with the NCAA and all the regulations that they have in regards to that. And, you know, so, I mean, be careful about any kind of supplements or add-ins or, or things along that lines. I think you bring up a really good point about that, especially for those college students. Yes, especially for the college students. And something that I really try to get younger athletes in the habit of, too, you know, just because you see it on social media or your coach or your trainer or whoever it may be recommends it doesn't always mean it's good for you. You could take it, but should you is the question I ask. You know, like, you know, do you think you need it? Why are you taking it? And if you do, can we find a safer alternative that's been tested and you know that it's, um, you know, it is what it is, first of all, in terms of the supplement, but there's also no banned or harmful substances in there. Right. All right. Well, as we wrap things up here, Stephanie, if you could just leave our youth athletes with one final thought on smoothies, what would that one thing be? Oh, I would say plan ahead. This is an easy one. So, you know, it takes a lot to pull out all those ingredients for smoothies. So when you're making one, make a couple extra and freeze them. Um, you know, you can take them out the night before or the morning of, and you can have them in the afternoon when they're defrosted. So think ahead 
and just keep it simple because athletes don't have a lot of time. And so any time that you can get back, I think is bonus time. So plan ahead with your smoothies until you have a couple on hand. If you do not follow Stephanie May on social media, you need to because she is putting out a ton of wonderful content on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, it's, it's, I mean, she's constantly on there. A lot of uh, uh, people submitting questions to her and, and she's answering. Where can they find you on social media, Stephanie? Sure. So on social on Instagram, I am ceiling.highschoolathlete. That's where I'm most active. I am on Twitter, but I'm most active on Instagram. Um, and that's where I share a lot of content in terms of recipes and tips for pre and post and even during um, training for fueling. So if you want to give me a follow and then send me a message with one of your questions, I'd be happy to answer it. Maybe we'll get Stephanie on TikTok at some point and have her dance her smoothie recipes for you. Oh, I am on TikTok. <laughs> oh, oh, you are on TikTok. Wow. That's 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 I am. Yes. <laughs> wonderful. That's see that that's such a wonderful platform to I know there's a lot of controversy about it today in the news and stuff, but it's a wonderful platform where a lot of uh, young eyes are and that's who you're uh, you're gearing your stuff towards, which is uh, which I think is wonderful. Well, Stephanie, I, I yes. certainly appreciate you coming on our program today and talking everything smoothies. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. Now that you've heard our show, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode, so we hope to see you next week. Take care.